Welcome to another episode of the Customer Ed Nuggets podcast series. I'm independent learning tech analyst John Lay of Talented Learning, hosting today's show solo to talk to you about reasons organizations choose to replace their current Customer Ed LMS with another solution. Readers, listeners, viewers, thank you for tuning in and your interest to learn more about all things in customer education, from business case to learning systems, how to buy content, marketing, community building, measurement, and much more, all in 10-minute or less nuggets. Feel free to binge. Okay, let's get going. Now, some of you that have been following my first nine episodes of this series may be wondering why I am doing this episode with one of my normal rotating customer ed guest experts like Barry Kelly, CEO of Thought Industries, or Nick Arison, founder of Eurekas, or Brett Strauss, Mansu Parauna-Dasa of NetExam, or Kenneth Chapman of VP of Innovation at D2L, or Tamara Lee, CEO of Authentic Learning Labs, all customer education experts. Well, it's because in this case, I am the industry expert when it comes to LMS buying and upgrading. As founder of Talented Learning, I founded the company 10 years ago to independently research the customer, partner, and broader extended enterprise LMS market so that I could help buyers cut through the marketing fluff and find and buy their best learning management system out of the possible 1,000 learning solutions that are out in the marketplace today. Why would I be qualified to, to do something like that? Well, that's because uh, before I founded Talented Learning 10 years ago, I sold enterprise learning management systems for almost 14 years. And during that time, I helped 150 organizations buy an enterprise learning management system, the majority of them for customer education, partner education, and association education. It was during that time that I learned that slowing down a little bit in the buying process was the best way to avoid replacing your LMS in a few years. Uh, since I founded uh, Talented Learning in 2014, I ha helped another 150 organizations go through a formal buying process, starting with business goals, defining requirements, RFPs, demonstrations to, to contracts. Uh, in all, I've been on the front lines of over, or close to rather, $150 million of buying and selling of learning systems and growing. Uh, suffice to say, uh, I've been on the front lines of this for a long time, and I can see and predict almost with certainty one of the reasons why an organization will choose to replace their LMS, especially in customer education. So what do I see the most often? You know, by the time customers come to me, you know, they're frustrated. The market has a thousand vendors. They've been talking to vendors over getting calls and uh, lots of uh, follow-up. Uh, the websites look the same uh, from vendor solution to vendor solution out there. And essentially, organizations need some help to think it through and figure out what they need. And so one of the first things I try to figure out is, well, why is leading to this switch in the first place? Uh, switching your LMS isn't fun. Uh, it's costly in a lot of cases. It takes time. It's politically charged because you need to get cross support from a lot of different groups inside the organization, often, especially in customer ed with, you know, getting your customer service and your product teams and sometimes HR and training all on the same page is hard to do. So what do I see? Well, let's go through my the top three. Number one, what I see 
is poor requirements definition. So if it's a new team, it's easy to blame it on the old team. If it's the old team that purchased incorrectly, then uh, the nuances are a little more uh, nuanced uh, as it is. But generally what I find is that organizations rush through the requirements definition process, the proposal process, and they kind of take unsolicited proposals uh, from vendors. And, and just following that process is a recipe uh, for disaster, uh, in, in my opinion, because vendors are there to sell their solution. And so the reverse needs to happen. You need to define your requirements and have vendors respond to those requirements formally so that you can judge apples to apples across the qualified solutions. Failure to do that is just rolling the dice on uh, what your LMS is and almost a, an inevitable recipe for uh, replacing it down the road. Number two reason uh, that I see all the time is mergers and acquisitions. And really, this is on both sides. It's very interesting. And this is the most practical uh, of the, the reasons uh, that, that I see um, come across my desk. And so let's take it on the one side. The one side is, you know, you're an actual practitioner and your organization is just engaged in mergers and acquisitions picking up new companies and folding them into the company. Lots and lots of organizations operate that way uh, throughout the world. Well, since in 2024, almost every organization has an employee LMS or a customer LMS or multiple LMS, with each merger and acquisition, the company also acquires new existing technology and processes. So it's not uncommon for me to find an, L, uh, an organization that has 5, 10, or 15 LMSs coming to me to help evaluate the requirements holistically to figure out if any of those uh, good enough to be the enterprise one, or is there enterprise options out there that allow to consolidate all these different systems into one? Because you can't have all these different systems out there because you'll never achieve any operational efficiencies uh, by doing that. And it's too hard for an integration. So you have to bring them together as just part of the, the integration standpoint. So that's a big reason uh, that I see. The flip side of that is M&A on the vendor side. Uh, and this is really terrible for the acquired LMS vendors. In, in 2024, we're going to see, and we have seen more and more acquisitions of one LMS vendor to another. And when this happens, the acquired LMS vendors' clients get the short end of the stick and typically have a bumpy ride because they chose that solution for a reason. And they're deployed on that solution. They've got personal relationships with support and implementation and sales. And it's almost like a family, you know, between LMS customers and and their clients. But when that company gets acquired, then immediately the acquiree starts integrating their, their different um, uh, professional service teams, their support teams, their product teams into it. The personal relationships evaporate. A lot of times those people move on to other organizations. The whole reason to acquire is those efficiencies. And so, but the clients then, then face a choice. They either stay on that same product that has less and less R&D and innovation, or, you know, they migrate to the acquire, acquirer's uh, learning management solution. And that requires a migration at contract time, typically. And if there's going to be a migration, typically that's a good time to look around the industry and see if there's a better option out there. So if you're going to be forced to migrate to a new platform that just acquired your platform, it's a good time to look around at contract time, redefine your requirements, see what the market has, see if there's better options out there. So a lot of organizations, because of M&A on either side of the equation, it drives them from a practical standpoint to upgrade their LMS. The third most important reason in customer ed is lack of customer ed focus. There's a thousand learning systems out there. Ten years ago, only 
10 or 15% of the organizations, LMS organizations focused on customer ed. Now, over the last decade, a lot of LMS vendors realize it's trendy to support customer education, um, but at the same time, they're not experts in it. And so you have a lot of employee LMSs that think they can do customer education because they think it's easy. But what ends up happening is they don't have the right features like organizational management or a lot of times e-commerce or adaptive personalized UIs or really a market-friendly UI as opposed to you know, the, an old-fashioned UI. They also have different licensing models. Employee LMSs like to license based on named users, where in customer education, you can't do it that way. You might want a thousand, a million people in your database and only want to pay for them when they're actually using uh, the learning system. Uh, employee LMSs are also notoriously horrible uh, at CRM integration. So between Salesforce or HubSpot in the LMS, which is mandatory in customer education, they're not good at that. So many organizations buy an LMS because it's popular. You know, it looks like that on the website that they're experts in customer education. But when they get right down to it, it's missing the things that they need. So I help a lot of organizations go through the process. Once again, defining the requirements, understanding what that gap is, and then leading them to solutions that specialize in customer ed. That's probably my best advice here to anybody who's listening. Customer ed is its own thing. And so if you buy somebody that does lots of different LMSs for all the use case scenarios, in a lot of cases, that's not going to get you as far as focusing on one that has deep experience in our space. Uh, and as everybody listening knows, deep experience is, is uh, the key to success in, in customer education, or at least I think so anyway. So there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another quick nugget of uh, uh, customer ed nugget uh, from talented learning. There you have it is a poor requirements definition, M&A, both on the vendor and the, uh, the just the buyer side, and then just lack of customer education focus are the three most common reasons I see organizations wanting to replace their customer ed uh, LMS. In the company and post of this, uh, I have another seven reasons uh, that you can tune into. So there you have it. We'll see you on the next. Have a great day, everyone.